All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making other people healthier in this world. Very excited today to have Matt Gretzko on the show. So Matt is the Senior Vice President and GM of Healthcare for Silverline. I won't steal his thunder. I'll let him talk a little bit about, obviously, his origin story, what has him passionate about health. But most importantly, Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much, Anthony. Really excited to be here. Well, great to have you. And thanks for making time, Matt. Um, take us back, transport us a little bit to where it all started. What led you, what are, what are the series of steps in your life that led you to focusing at, you know, on healthcare and where, and to where you're at today? Yeah, absolutely. I have a story that uh, others can resonate with. Um, so, you know, I went to college at Cornell University and was a bio major for a few years, always intending uh, to be a medical doctor or a forensic scientist and, and ultimately uh, made the decision that I wanted to start my career a little sooner. And so always had a, an interest in healthcare um, and, and wanting to, to really make an impact there. And so fast forward, you know, a number of years, uh, I, I started my career in, in consulting, right? I've been, been doing consulting ever since. Um, happened to be on a few large healthcare projects initially, um, which was great alignment to my prior interest and, you know, really doubled down within that. And so moving between, you know, a large consulting firm to a smaller management consulting firm, um, you know, now talking over 15 years ago, um, helping organizations in a variety of different ways, uh, leverage technology as, you know, innovation has been changing as well as regulations have changed, really focusing more uh, on the consumer. And so I've been part of uh, two startup organizations. Um, they're focused on different areas um, to help drive some innovation within the space. And now, um, as you mentioned, um, I lead the healthcare team here at Silverline. Um, Silverline's headquartered in New York City, um, and we are a pure salesforce.com implementation company with a vertical focus. So while I lead healthcare, um, I have a counterpart that leads financial services, and we partner with leading uh, providers, payers, and life sciences organizations, ultimately to help them either understand how to um, leverage salesforce.com um, or to um, implement and provide ongoing support of the platform, given the investments that Salesforce has made as an enterprise uh, technology, especially within the healthcare space with the release of HealthCloud and some of the other partnerships they made, for example, with Cerner and others. Awesome. Awesome. This is great, Matt. Well, so a couple of things. Really appreciate your background. Really appreciate your your, you know, your focus into this space. And obviously you and I know, um, you know, healthcare is huge, healthcare IT and, and how big, you know, Salesforce is getting into this space and how much you guys are helping them. Uh, tell us a little bit though, you know, being the GM and focused on the healthcare vertical for Silverline, you interface with probably a lot of different topics in health, subjects in health, but tell us about one thing in health that has you very passionate today you know, tell us, you know, what is it, but also tell us why. Sure. Yeah, it's a fair question. Uh, uh, you know, and to be honest, I think, um, you know, my, my passion is driven by opportunity, right? And I think what we're seeing a very big trend around is really, you know, two or three items. Uh, one is access. How do we improve access to care, right? Mm -hmm. We're seeing that and we're doing a lot around that space. Um, the second is around engagement. And while engagement might be a little bit big of a bucket, um, what I think we are seeing is that the tools on how to drive engagement have really evolved and are starting to take hold within healthcare, right? Even if you look at some of the trends that are occurring, I mean, five, 10 years ago, right, you didn't see ads on television for mm -hmm. hospital systems, right? Well, there's a reason why that's occurring, right? Greater competition, greater consolidation. Well, even though you're seeing those ads front and center, 
behind the scenes, um, the tools that are being leveraged are now focusing on the next thing, which is not television, right? It's, um, you know, very automated, very integrated um, journeys with patients, right? Understanding mm -hmm. how to engage with a patient before, during, and after clinical care versus historically focusing solely on they're now in my four walls. What do I do with them? Um, so I think that's where my passion is driven off of is how do we give, um, you know, consumer slash patients greater access to the services they need. And to be clear, those aren't necessarily solely clinical services, right? Those might be social services. How do we eliminate as many barriers to care as possible? And then once we do that, um, based upon the journey they're going through, um, how do we make sure um, we're being proactive, delivering the right information at the right time, and ultimately trying to get them to a place where they are actually improving or at least changing um, their health? Nice, nice. No, I, I love it, Matt. And, and it's super exciting that, you, you know, you're focused on these areas, you know, huge, massive opportunities. Um, you know, yeah, I am seeing so many more hospital commercials these days. And what's interesting, Matt, is that they're, they're actually really good quality. I'm surprised, you know, I, it's like you'll be watching a basketball game and, you know, up comes a, a hospital's uh, advertisement on, on, on TV and it's really good makes you want to cry. I mean, these are really good commercials, but, uh, but uh, Matt, this is really exciting on what you're focused on. Tell us a little bit more about, so Silverline does consulting and is a big, you know, Salesforce implementation partner. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing uh, on your side? You know, how, how does this actually work? So you guys help hospitals implement Salesforce type solutions and probably other solutions. What does that process look like? Just, just, uh, just, you know, for our audience, just to be aware of kind of like, you know, everything, you know, roughly what's involved in your services. Absolutely. So, you know, there, there's really three service offerings that Serverline has in, as an organization. The first is, you know, from an advisory perspective, and certainly with customers, we don't separate out this way. But I think for the purposes of our dialogue, the advisory side of the house is helping organizations think about uh, how do we actually engage in and adopt Salesforce, right? So really that roadmap, right? What does it look like, right? How can I be successful on this platform? As well as things like um, change management, which is critical to adoption, right? Um, things like UI, UX design or data architecture. And so we have an entire advisory um, capability that both can come in upfront, but also throughout um, a partnership with a customer where and if we need specific um, domains. The second and the core of our, our business is on the implementation side. And so how does that work? Um, typically what we're doing, whether we're you know, having conversations that are through Salesforce or any of our other channel partners, um, we're basically being engaged to help organizations and educate them on what are the capabilities of the platform? How do we distill out their business requirements and their functional needs at a technical standpoint? Um, and then ultimately we outline, um, we use an, an agile methodology of development, we outline uh, a plan for how we can deliver them the most success uh, in the right period of time on the platform. And so some of that might be configuration of the platform, some of it might be customization. In many instances, we might be doing integrations to other applications. So like you said, um, you know, although Salesforce is the core technology we work with, 80% um, of our implementations require integrations to other backend systems, EHRs, population health platforms, right? Um, and so a lot of work is around integration design there. And that's a big um, trend as well, right? As organizations always had this data, they didn't necessarily know what to do it or how to leverage that information. And so a lot of our focus is helping them understand the right way to expose that information so it can drive that level of engagement um, that their customers are looking for. You know, an access center is a great example. First, we need to solve, you know, we have a customer that couldn't track 30% of their phone calls. Well, mm -hmm. first, we need to track the fact that the phone calls are happening. Once we do that, 
if you're talking to a patient um, that's trying to book an appointment and you know that they actually need um, a flu shot or a colonoscopy or some other type of service, why not surface that information and allow the agent to have a much more productive conversation with them? And so implementation is really the evaluation requirements, distilling that down and then actually implementing the core technology, getting them live, allowing users to use the system. And then the final piece is we do have an ongoing uh, uh, offering around managed services. And mm -hmm. so healthcare organizations, right? You know, their IT organization may be focused on maintaining their EHR or a host of other point solutions. So we can help support those organizations where they don't necessarily have Salesforce experts. Um, they can outsource that capability to Serverline, and we can continue to help them not only support the application that we've built, um, but support the ongoing evolution and extension of that to other business units, other use cases, et cetera. So we really have core uh, three core service offerings that we mold together to get a holistic uh, solution for our customer. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, it's 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 fascinating what you guys do and how you blend all three of those disciplines together in, in a fast moving market, right? And um, let, me, let me ask you, from your customer's perspective, like from the providers, the hospitals, the healthcare organizations, what, what's most important for them when you implement? So, you know, it seems like the CIOs for these organizations and, you know, operations teams are really bogged down with doing more EHR, you know, um, uh, releases, right? And they're, they're, they're bogged down from an IT and operations perspective. I mean, what's what's important for them? What's What are some success factors that you see in working with your clients and what's important to them? Yeah, I think there's a few things. Um, one, I think it's, you know, consolidating or minimizing, um, you know, IT spend on so many disparate applications, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll sit in meetings and, you know, we have customers that are in active buildings, 65, 70 different applications, all on different platforms, right? So one mm -hmm. is certainly, um, you know, sort of that app rationalization process, right? How can we make this ecosystem of technologies that we have smaller, which hopefully should drive more efficiency? Sure, there's a cost component, but it's also ensuring that we're sharing that information and doing the most that we can with it. Um, a second piece is certainly also impact, right? How can we drive the most impact um, with the technology that we're putting in place? And that impact might come from a consumer engagement side of the house. Um, that impact might come from revenue generation. Um, so maybe they institute a new model of active referral management um, where they're able to identify more services and keep patients more network, um, as well as other opportunities um, to drive value that might be their own internal uh, employees, right? How can they eliminate burdens for their call center agents or their patient access agents or their docs, right? Or their nurses, right? Um, or people in their clinics and practices, right? And, and, and thinking that through. And so I think the third bucket is an important one because it's not just consumer impact. Um, it's impact all those individuals that are touching um, the technology is certainly a big piece of it. Um, the final is, you know, what we're seeing is that, you know, within the healthcare space are starting to actually execute on you know what their biggest you know sort of themes or goal or mission is um, they're actually attaching technology spend to that right whereas historically you know any healthcare organization right obviously their goal is to improve health or cure a certain um, disease etc well now they're actually making on um, their mission tied to the technology piece of that right um, because of the changing world of reimbursement right because of greater competition like they have no way not to right they must right. be in order to be successful. So if you take all of that together, right, outside of us operating with a really good technology platform, which is the first checkbox, and we think that we partner with a really great one, um, the second checkbox is our own industry knowledge. What can Silverline bring to the table, right? And so what we've done, which is pretty unique for a consulting firm of our type, is 
we've hired in people that are industry veterans, right? That have 20 years plus of experience within the healthcare space, right? We have some clinical people um, on our team. And so we are bringing forward that level of knowledge um, to our interactions. So when I typically a hospital's like, tell me how to do this, not only can we tell them the right way to do it with technology, we can actually advise them on the process side of the house. What's the right way to set up a patient access center? Do you do a service line or by regional location, right? Um, how do we actually think about population health? What are the goals you're trying to drive, right? What are the campaigns, what are the registries, right? What are the protocols, all those type of things. And so we start building out, part of that is we can bring forward accelerators and assets that we use with other customers to help them get to where they need to be uh, much faster. And look, a little, you know, a little bit of a pull, but you know, this has allowed us at Servo on that investment. You know, this year we were announced as you know Salesforce's you know consulting partner of the year in the healthcare space at hand. Right. right. All that right. investment, right? All that focus. I think not only does Salesforce see value in that, but the market does because we're elevating the conversation, right? Yeah. Um, no, this is great, Matt. This is great. Yeah. Um, what's really interesting is that obviously the, the, you know, interesting requirements from your customer's perspective, congratulations again on, on, you know, being awarded the, the award at Hims. um, you know, super exciting, um, on the inverse side, you know, you have so many different like technology partners that you can work with and different solutions that you can consolidate and supply to your customers. If there's a certain technology, uh, like we have a lot of listeners on the show that are health tech um, companies and products, um, and if they're interested in working with Silverline, I mean, what are some some things that you're looking for? Or is it more that you're looking for certain specific point solutions or, or assets to kind of assemble so you can implement them as a bundled solution? What are you looking for on on the inverse side from a from a supplier perspective? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I don't think there's a particular gap where I'm like, hey, to all the listeners, right, here's something, go build it tomorrow if you have it, right? <laughs> right. What right. I will say is I think you hit the nuanced question, right? Whereas historically, um, we are much more focused on a bespoke implementation where we're doing configuration customization of the core platform. What we're seeing is because of the um, growth of Salesforce's App Exchange, which is really their app store, right? Um, what we're seeing is that our customers are asking us to curate a solution, right? And so we'll say, okay, based on your requirements and needs, we think we can solve 40, 50, 60% of your, you know, of your requirements for a core platform, curate mm-hmm. and look at it and say, okay, if you want scheduling, right? Does a Salesforce scheduling meet needs or you need something else? Do you want telehealth or video chat? Is there a product that can meet that need? And so that's where it's less us identifying the gap. What we're doing is that putting our stamp of approval or curating to saying, we think this is best in breed for extending population health. We think this is best in breed for protocols, right? Um, we've partnered with an organization um, that does Schmidt-Thompson protocols for triage. Well, we partner with them and we actually built a native app on Salesforce to do nurse triage. And so that's mm-hmm. a lot of what we're doing is trying to make sure that there's no gaps um, in the application and then Now, of course, that's in the areas that we think are good plays for Salesforce, right? As right. We operate in three sub-verticals, provider, payer, life sciences. Those are starting to merge together a little bit just because of consumer-driven healthcare and value-based care. They're starting to be driven together, but they still have very disparate issues. And so we break it down per sub-vertical. Um, what things do we think make sense on the platform? And there's obviously a drawing line in terms of how clinical um, that gets or where in the organization or enterprise. So yeah leveraged right i i love it yeah you know one thing as you were mentioning that you know we get a lot of questions at, at health hero about 
uh, okay, well, you know, a hospital has their own EHR, you know, they have some Salesforce here, some Salesforce there. Why, why is the Salesforce paradigm, the CRM concept, the centricity of what they bring there, why is that starting to become so much in demand if a hospital already has an EHR? Um, how would you contrast the where things have been from an EHR CRM standpoint and where they're going in the future? Yeah, I think that's a, a great question. Um, you know, I think there's a few things that I'd respond to with regards uh, to that specifically, right? The first one is, you know, I think some of the biggest players in the EHR space validated the need for mm -hmm. um, Salesforce, for, right. or CRM in general, right? I mean, right. Cerner partner with Salesforce, right? Epic say that they're going to actually build their own, and you had all scripts acquire someone, right? And so if you look at that, just a pure face value, the market says, okay, clearly this concept of CRM is actually needed, right? So right. that's the piece that I'd say. Once you get past that hump and agree that CRM is needed, then mm -hmm. I think where we go from there um, is what is the difference between you know the EHR and CRM? And I think we've done our very best at Silverline, and one of the things we do with our customers is. We actually show how they work together, right? This is not a one or the other, right? This is how right. you extend the EHR into areas where historically um, the EHR is not played as well, right? And so that's where CRM is really good. Any instance where you think about having a 360 degree view of the provider, the patient, um, the consumer, et cetera, CRM is really good at that, right? Mm -hmm. um, any instance where you want to drive a deeper level of engagement um, with the patient or consumer based on data that may or may not be in an EHR, that's a really good fit, right? And again, I think that's also where there's a misnomer, right? The assumption is, is that the EHR is everything about a patient. The reality is it has all the clinical information about a patient, right? right? There's a lot of activity um, that occurs outside of that clinical piece, especially if you start talking about, you know, care navigation and care coordination, a lot of those capabilities. right? Um, that is where we ultimately see a CRM that has was built fundamentally on this concept of sort of mapping out who people are, their relationships, and how they impact each other. Well, now if you extend that to tools um, that can drive engagement, drive phone calls, activities, et cetera, that's where we're seeing it. So for us, we make it very clear it's not a competitive technology. Um, it's a way in which we can actually extend those core right. technologies into an area um, where many of them are moving into, um, but it's not core to what right. they're currently done. No, this helps out a ton. That's what we hear as well. You know, it's almost like, you know, you need to be able to, in, in the modern world, in the fee-for-value world, right, you need to be able to tell the story of that patient and, you know, the record data and the clinical data has always been great, but, you know, being able to have that full 360 view and all that information about the patient, the story, what's happening with them along the journey is, is super key and important. And uh, no, I appreciate that, Matt. And it's super exciting. You're ushering in the future, um, you know, with your implementations, with your clients, and obviously, you know, doing so with, uh, with uh, the blessing of a juggernaut like, like Salesforce. So it's, it's super exciting. Uh, Matt, tell us a little bit about your vision of healthcare in the future. So obviously you're working on some, some powerful, some powerful um, concepts, introducing those in the market. Um, but tell us your vision of, of the, the future of healthcare? What has you excited about the future? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think one of the things that excites me about the future of healthcare, I think, is just, you know, the changing model of where money is being pushed into mm -hmm. and where people are coming from, right? Historically, and we talked about earlier in, in, in the show today, right, this concept of marketing, right? I mean, you are seeing senior level marketing executives now moving into roles in the healthcare space. Right. I think that's exciting, right? Right. Historically, healthcare is not the space um, where people go to expand or evolve their career necessarily, right? right. That's just 
we're being honest about it, right? Um, and so I think that's what excites me is that you're seeing that people that truly want to innovate, um, people that truly want to evolve and sort of push the limits of technology, they're mm-hmm. moving to healthcare now, right? So whether it's on the marketing side of the house, whether it's on the technical side of the house, the clinical side of the house, we're sort of seeing um, that capability. And so that certainly excites me. You know, I, I think some of the new technologies um, that are being thrown out there are compelling, right? I mean, obviously a lot of people are talking about, you know, AI and, and blockchain and all that. You know, I, I think there's still time where we tell exactly how that comes into fruition at a sort of a tactical and functional level. Um, but for me, I think it's more seeing the trend of investment being made uh, in the healthcare space, um, senior level people, tech companies going into the space. Uh, that's really exciting for me, right? You can yeah. use Amazon as the example that everyone likes to, whether you like Amazon or not, the fact that they're investing so much money into the space, right? Google, right? Apple, right? You think about those, they may be respected for reasons that not everyone agrees with, um, but at the end of the day, these organizations know how to disrupt markets. Right. right. If they're looking to spend money um, in healthcare. It means they see that healthcare is ready to truly be um, disrupted. And for me, that's what's always motivated me, right? Is being in a disruptive market that actually has a significant impact people uh, at the end of the day. Um, that's why I'm here. So, again, I want to say one specific area. Um, there's certainly trends, right? I mean, the pharmacy space is obviously one that comes top of mind to me. That's changing very rapidly, right? In terms yeah. of on demand, um, you know. From prescriptions and medications, that's certainly an area. The other area that I, I take, you know, personally, you know, just is, you know, also, you know, things in the oncology space as an example, right? Following mm-hmm. some relevant renovations, we have some customers in that space. I mean, some of the insights that are happening there, the new therapies, right? I mean, that's really, really compelling. And if we could be part of that, um, well, I'm not the doctor uh, necessarily doing the transfusion. I'm not the one actually creating um, the therapy. Um, if we can help facilitate that, and if we're doing our job well, it means that technology is not getting in the way of those life-saving um, procedures um, and therapies and the like. And that's the exciting part for me. Technology is at a place now in healthcare where we don't have to get in the way of care. Whereas I think if you look 10, 20 years ago, um, healthcare probably, you know, technology got in the way of being able to deliver on what we actually wanted to do. Mm, mm, I love it. I love it, Matt. This is great. Yeah, I really appreciate you sharing your vision of the future. It's uh couple of things. Uh, congrats, you know, on the success and growth at Silverline. Number two is congrats at being at the center of it, pushing a lot of, you know, new business, growing existing business. Obviously, all of these implementations that you're doing that represent change lives at the end of the day, right? You know, a better holistic view of the patient, introducing the CRM concept uh, for hospitals that really need it. And that results in change lives. That's exciting. And obviously, you're paving the way for all these different possibilities that you cited uh, to come to fruition. So it's it's really exciting what you're working on. Super congrats. Uh, Matt, what would be a great way for our listeners to engage with you if they would like to do so? Or if you would like for people to reach out to you? No, no, please do. I mean, that's, that's part of why this is exciting, right? Is it's trying to, you know, discuss and trade thoughts with everyone that's within the industry. So, um, you know, I'm happy to share out, uh, you know, my LinkedIn is, is accessible. Everyone, my email address directly, I'm happy to share as well. It's, it's Matt, pure my last name at silverlinecrm.com um, as well as you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Gretzko um, and again yeah I mean please reach out um, conversations are, are what helps drive uh, the collective ecosystem and industry forward so looking forward to it and appreciate the time today absolutely absolutely Matt thank you so much for making time thank you for being on our show uh, to our listeners out there this is the Pop Health Show this show is for people that are super passionate about health uh, Matt again thank you so much this was great thank you Thanks.